Have you ever noticed that podcasts are a little like sharks? When they stop swimming, they die, and they can both smell blood from a mile away. So in the spirit of keeping swimming, I'd like to introduce you to TOS Plus. Putting my business pants on for a second, TOS Plus is our new premium membership thingamajig. It's the all-access pass to a growing library of exclusive horror, sci-fi, and WTF audio fiction, along with access to the regular TOS weekly stories in higher quality, a week early, and ad-free. Once again, that's exclusive episodes, ad-free, a week early, and higher quality audio. You'll also get access to the brand new TOS Plus Vault, where you can grab our ebooks, comics, and desktop wallpapers and all sorts of stuff. All of this is available today via our Patreon campaign, which includes juicy extras like Discord access, audiobooks, and merch. And if you're an Apple user, you can subscribe directly via the Apple Podcasts app. We're now in our eighth year of the podcast, and we've got so many cool projects on the boil none of which would be possible without the ongoing support of our listeners, specifically our premium subscribers, our super-powered patrons, and the many multi-dimensional voodoo priests air-guitaring to the TOS intro jingle. For more, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Once again, that's theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode of The Other Stories is sponsored by Hawk and Cleaver. We're running another one of our week-long mini-courses for anybody looking to get started with writing their own short horror stories. So if you'd like to get involved with a seven-day mini-course that's also a bit of a workshop, then this will be perfect for you. It's for those people looking to dip their toes into the wonderful world of writing short, scary stories. Get involved, there's only ten spots available. More information is at theotherstories.net forward slash mini-course. Today's episode is There's Something in the House Written by Thomas X. Teller and narrated by Alexandra Elroy More than anything she wanted a glass of wine It had been almost nine months since she'd had even a taste of alcohol Not that she'd been dependent before, but there was something unbeatable about a glass of Pinot Noir after a long day, relaxing in the bath with some Fleetwood Mac. And all these days it seemed long. Her stomach was bloated, her skin was sagging, her feet hurt constantly. 
She realized only too late that there was something innately horrific about being pregnant. Alongside the miracle of it all, of course. So she lowered herself into a bath anyway, sans wine, and put on some music. Everything seemed like a chore these days, in the third trimester, even something as simple as getting in the bath. One slip she knew when she'd put the baby in danger. She'd had nightmares about it, slipping and falling on her stomach, the baby popping like an abscess, spurting all over the floor. She shook her head, as if the motion would physically shake the intrusive thought out of her. Instead, she took a bottle of lotion from the shelf and began rubbing her stomach where it peaked above the water. The stretch marks were getting worse, scarlet lines that looked like dragging claws over the baby. She applied the lavender lotion, caressing her child gently, humming along with the music. When she was done and the water had turned uncomfortably tepid, she stood from the bath, slowly, carefully working her slippery body upwards. Careful? Careful? She thought. The anxiety nearly dizzied her. She stepped out onto the wet tile and reached for a towel. Then, in the mirror, she saw it. A man, passed in shadow. He was just a form in the reflection, standing just behind her in the candlelight. She could see his wicked smile. She screamed, turning, and as she turned, the wet floor beneath her gave way. She plummeted downwards, belly first, towards the cold tile, and knew that it was time. She was going to lose her baby, as she had those two other babies before. But she couldn't. A voice screamed inside her. She couldn't lose another. Not after she'd made it so far. She threw her hands before her, trying to break the fall. And someone caught her. Strong arms. Familiar arms, pulling her upwards. She breathed heavily, pushing wet hair from her eyes, and looked into the face of her husband. Whoa, whoa! he said, smiling sheepishly. His face had returned to normal. There was no hint of a wicked grin, no wreath of shadow. She caught her breath, then slapped him in the chest. You could have killed me! The baby! she said. For a moment she was truly furious. Then she looked at his big brown eyes, still crinkled with laughter. There was the man she'd married, full of joy and mischief. How long had it been since Ben had pulled a prank on her? College? High school? His face dropped, suddenly becoming serious. And there was the man he'd become, always serious. I'm so sorry. Are you all right? He said, his hands moving instinctually to her belly. I just wanted to surprise you. I'm fine, she said, forcing a smile. I'm glad you're home. You know you shouldn't take baths when I'm not here, Ben said, face stern but loving. I know. Later that night, she lay in bed. Ben was in his office, working. Even after coming home from a week-long sales trip to Chicago, he had work to do. She missed the nights they'd spend in bed together, talking about everything or nothing at all. She'd missed the smell of him on her. 
It was in these moments of lacking that she despised the baby, despised what it was doing to her body. Would he be with her in bed if she weren't pregnant? Touching her? Feeling her slender body? For a brief, shameful moment, she wished the baby would just go away. That's when Ben walked into the room. Instantly, she knew something was wrong. For one thing, he wasn't wearing the clothes he'd been wearing a few minutes ago. He was wearing an old college t-shirt, one she thought he'd thrown out years ago. That, and he came through the door from the hallway, not the one that led to Ben's office. And he was smiling, grinning like a madman. He was as handsome as ever in that college t-shirt and jeans. For a moment she wondered if her wish had come true. Maybe that little grin meant he was about to crawl into bed with her. She smiled. I thought you had to work, she said. Ben said nothing. He laughed. It was a strange laugh, high and childish. She patted the bed next to her. Maybe he'd hit their store of weed before bed. Come on, big guy. Come cuddle up. Ben cocked his head, then laughed again. Suddenly the laugh made her uneasy. Ben, are you okay? Have you been smoking? Then he ran. He nearly skipped out of the room, vanishing into the darkness. She called after him, wondering what the hell had gotten into him. Then, from the other bedroom door, the one that led to Ben's office, Ben reappeared. This time he was wearing the same clothes as he was when he got home. A rumpled button down and a loose tie. You changed, she said. What? he asked, annoyed. You changed your clothes, she said. No. Look, why were you calling my name? he asked, exasperated. She looked to the other door, where Ben had just run towards the basement. How did you get back to the office? What are you talking about? Ben asked. You were just there in your old college t-shirt. You were smiling and uh, laughing, and then you ran down towards the basement. How did you have time to change your clothes? Ben waved his hand. Look, I, I don't have time for this. I have a report due tomorrow. Have you been drinking, Beth? He asked. You know you can't drink with the baby. No! No, no! I, I saw... She said... Ben looked at her, sighed, and left. Weeks passed. Her belly grew, and soon her doctor confined her to bed rest. Nothing else strange happened, and so she slowly convinced herself that it had been a hallucination. Her doctor had insisted that such things were uncommon but not unheard of during a pregnancy. He gave her the usual prescription for hysteric pregnant women, rest and relaxation. And so she rested. She relaxed. Then, one night, she woke suddenly to Ben slipping into bed beside her. He'd been working late again. He was always working later, so she'd gotten used to that feeling. Except usually he would slip under the covers and turn away. That night... He cozied up behind her, wrapped his arms around her. She tried to remember the last time he'd done that. He smelled clean, like baby powder. She felt safe and warm there, 
nestled inside him. A little family, Ben and her, and the baby, wrapped up like nesting dolls. She was still half asleep, so she mumbled, I love you, and readjusted the covers. Ben didn't say I love you back. Instead, he laughed. (sighs) And that's when she remembered. In her half-asleep state, she'd almost forgotten. Ben was on a business trip. She whipped round, only to see Ben there. And yet, not Ben at all. Something was indescribably wrong about the thing in her bed, its arms wrapped around her, perhaps just a little too long. He wore his college t-shirt and grinned madly. His arm, that arm she was so sure was his, was still wrapped around her stomach, caressing the baby, almost lovingly. She screamed, pushing him away in a frenzy. She rolled off the bed and onto the floor, in the last moment curling over her stomach. The baby, she thought, as she landed on her head. Then the world vanished completely. She awoke in the hospital. Ben sat next to her, looking crumpled and tired. When he saw she was awake, he ran to her side and grabbed her hand. Something, panic, rage, filled his voice. What happened? he asked. The baby, she said groggily. Is my baby okay? Ben nodded, tears stinging his eyes. He's going to be all right, Ben said. They did an ultrasound. He'll be okay. But what happened? She stared at him, unable to speak the words. Finally, through tears, she said, There's something in the house. Ben frowned. What do you mean? Someone was there? Someone did this to you? She shook her head. You did. She said, or something that looks like you. Ben stared at her, then shook his head. Beth, you're not making any sense. Is this what you went to the doctor about? Are you seeing things? Beth began to shiver. Then the words came pouring out over and over. There's something in the house. 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 Ben grabbed her, but she tried to shake him off. She just kept chanting, chanting as if she was seeing herself from outside her body. There's something in the house, there's something in the house, there's something. 50 cc's, the nurse said, injecting something clear and viscous into Beth's IV. Another nurse held down her arm, strapped her to her bed. Ben backed away, staring at her as though she'd gone crazy, but she hadn't. She'd seen it. It was in the house. Then the drugs hit her system, and she slipped into a dreamless sleep. We can't keep sedating her, a woman's voice said. Not while she's pregnant. What's wrong with her, doctor? She's never been like this, Ben said. Perinatal psychosis, rare but not unheard of. 
Her pregnancy is cause of psychotic break. The best thing we can do now is induce labor. Get the baby out and she might return to normal. In this condition? Are you insane? She can't give birth like this. We'll give her an epidural. If that fails, we'll move on to a cesarean. If we wait for her to enter labor naturally, that's more time in which she could hurt herself or the baby. A pause. Through her closed eyelids, she could imagine Ben thinking, his head in his hands. His voice was as soft as a whisper. When she woke, the room was empty. She looked around for Ben, her head lolling groggily from side to side. Eventually, a nurse came in, holding a small bundle wrapped in blue. Her baby, healthy and whole, crying out into the world. The nurse came over, leaned down to show Beth her son's face. Then Ben came in almost running, He looked from Beth to the baby, and the look of worry was replaced by a soft smile. Their baby was okay. Ben walked over to the nurse, speechless. His eyes were wide with emotion, almost shocked-looking. He took their baby in his arms and began rocking him back and forth. The nurse smiled at Beth. I'll give you two a minute, she said. Then she left the room, closing the door behind her. Ben looked down at the baby in his arms. Beth found that tears stung her eyes. We did it, she said. We did it, Ben. Ben was still speechless. He stared at the baby in his arms. And his grin grew wider. And wider. And then he began to laugh. A mocking, childish laugh. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Beth said, shaking again. No! The creature looked at Beth, then raised a finger to his lips. He shushed her, then ran from the room. He vanished into the dark, taking her baby with him. With him. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. There's Something in the House was written by Thomas X. Teller, narrated by Alexandra Elroy, edited by Carl Hughes with music by North Without End and Tom Robson. The episode illustration is provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. And a quick thanks to our community managers, Joshua Boucher and Jasmine Arch, and to Carolyn O'Brien for helping with our submission reading. And a big thanks to Ben Errington for his ongoing explosion of content he fires out of his social media cannon. Alexandra is a bilingual voice actress and writer who lives in the Netherlands. She loves everything to do with stories, especially creative and playful horror. Her favourite voices to do are witches, goblins and crazy computers. When she's not voicing, writing or mummying, she directs plays that she adapted from classic novels such as Pride and Prejudice, Death on the Nile and One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest. So I don't know if you realise, but we're in the future now. 2022 where the world is all NFTs and cryptocurrencies. My favourite cryptocurrency is strawberry flavoured. And as we're heading into the future, 
we wanted to give everybody a coupon code, a digital coupon code for our web store. So head over to gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. That's gum like chewing gum and road like, oh, there's some chewing gum stuck to this road. And use the discount code new year new me to get 10% off on checkout on any of our products. Once again, the code is new year new me, all one word. Diva Stories is a production of the Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver and is brought to you with a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives license. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. Until next time. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.